welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to us, masters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. We welcome your comments, your questions, your feedback, and indeed your evaluations. These are the lifeblood of any Toastmasters club. So we look forward to you passing on those comments. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet, all about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership, etc. So look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melanfi. And I'm joined again this week by the passionate Paul O'Manny. Well, it's great to be here, a bullion Paul, sometimes I'm called. But it's lovely, listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. I didn't ever call you a bully, Paul. <laughs> and also by the magnificent, multi-talented, motivating Moira O'Brien. Good afternoon, good evening, good day to... Dear listeners, without you, we would not have a show. So thanks for being there. Thanks for coming back. And we hope we'll give you a really good show this week. And in fact, without you, we would not even be here. So on today's show, we are going to have the usual mix of a thought from the week from me, a word of the week from Paul. And boy, have we got a fantastic guest for you to listen to on segment two. So you will be listening to that tomorrow and it's something that you will be looking forward to because that guest is the public relations manager of District 71, Elizabeth Jordan. And she is going to be with you tomorrow to enthuse you about everything that's good in Toastmasters. In the third part, you're going to give us the Toastmasters convention in your own home, folks. No, it's going to travel to us this year. I am going to give you the thought for the week. And this particular thought from the week, I think is it, it sounds very simple, but it is something that if you get it in to your discipline of doing things, then this is a very good way to start. If you want to change your life and maybe even the world, start off by making your bed. Make that the first thing you're going to do every day. If you want to change your life and maybe the world, start off by making your bed. And that was given to us by four-star general, Admiral William H. McRaven. That is very good advice. Paul and Moira, what would you take from that little snippet if you want to change your life and maybe the world, start off by making your bed? Well, it's the same sort of thing as the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. You have to start somewhere. And I think he's saying that the best place to start off is with your own home, your own environment. Have a discipline about it because w William McRaven when he left University College, Texas, he went straight into the Navy the very next day. He wanted to become one of these Navy SEALs. 
which is probably one of the most strictest groundings that any military person will ever go through. But one of the first lessons that they were given was their sergeant major, when he woke them on the very first morning, he insisted that they make their bed and make it properly. The thinking behind that is you get into that discipline of doing that every morning and the beds were inspected every morning and the sergeant major very rarely passed anybody on it. He always found something where they could improve. It's a little bit like what Huckleberry Finn used to do about swallowing that live frog every morning. So if you do the most difficult thing you can at the start of the day, then everything else after that becomes a bit of a dawdle. Reminds me of my mother, because my mother made valiant attempts to get me to make my bed every day. And I made valiant attempts not to make my bed every day. It also, also reminds me of my first impression of the military, which wasn't a very good one, which was that military people seemed to have to do three things that I thought were ridiculous, given the nature of the vocation. One was make their bed and make their bed to a standard which was so scrupulous mm. that you'd be humiliated if your bed wasn't turned down in the, not just turned down, but turned down to the precise measurements that were laid down in Army Regulation 1346, subsection 5349, you know, uh, repeating. So the second thing was polishing your shoes, spit and polish. I won't go on about that because that's another ridiculous idea, as I thought when I was young, uh, spitting on your boots and polishing them for hours in order to be able to turn out. for. And then the other thing was uh, getting a brush and brushing an area which had already been brushed a hundred times already. These rituals struck me as being awful and remained awful till today, Ted, you have persuaded me that I need to rerun my life, make my bed, polish my shoes, sweep the floor after somebody else has swept it. This yeah. is a fabulous uh, quotation. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks, Paul. And that one that you really? got about sweeping the floor, you're not sweeping the floor, actually, you're teaching yourself discipline. And this is the whole tenet of that. You're teaching yourself. If you take your little disciplines, all the little ones, look after the little things, and then the big things will have no problem being looked after when you come across them. Because life is full of struggle and strife. And as we know, if we have the discipline, we will manage to get through it, such as we are doing at this particular time in history. Now, Paul, you're going to give us your word of the day. Ted, you're becoming so wide-ranging that your words are coextensive with the entire universe. I think you're a very expansive man today, meaning that you are expanding and give you a bit more space and you'll expand more. One meaning of the word of the day today, expansive, is what Ted demonstrates, which is give him an inch and he'll take a mile. It's that broadening things, opening them up. Expansive also means huge, very big. If you can speak in an expansive manner, that would fit very well with people who are following the 
visionary communications path, which does encourage you to speak in a way that opens people's minds, gives people an opportunity to expand their imagination. Another use of the word expansive in a sentence is that expanding, expansive, helps to break through barriers of narrow-mindedness. So if you use the word in a conversation, you're likely to open up the conversation in an unconscious way or a subliminal way. Some words are like that. Landscape is another example of a word that will immediately get people talking about you know, something broader than they might have otherwise been talking about. You can say the landscape of your argument, the expansive tone with which you spoke to me there, Ted, that big welcoming generosity. That's the handiness of the word expansive. That's my word of the week, Toastmasters. Thank you for that, Paul. And I hope, Toastmasters, that you'll use that word, expansive. It's a nice word to have in your lexicon. And it's Paul a- is really after making me look for those words where I can be expansive. Because when he said you're expansive, you're bigger, you're a big man. I was thinking of the thoughts I was getting was Michelin men. But I'm not that <laughs> kind of expansive. So it's a word that you, Paul, it's a- I'm looking forward to our next segment, which is that mouth-watering interview with Elizabeth Jordan. You didn't let me say, Ted, I was trying to get in, but uh, it's a word that you can expand upon. Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) We'll uh, move on and uh, call this segment to a close, and we'll see you again at the same time tomorrow. Bye for now. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.